Hey, thanks for tuning in to the Highmark Church Podcast. Our heartbeat is to help people find and follow Jesus. So we pray this message encourages you, strengthens you, and helps you pursue the purpose Jesus has for you. Our no chill comes comes down to and boils down to us having a big faith, for us believing in things that sometimes we cannot see. That's the exact definition of faith right there, is us believing in the things that uh, we can't grab hold of or we can't see right now. And God calls us to have big faith. And so uh, I don't know what today you might be believing for, but I just want you to have no chill when it comes to it. I want you to be excited about it. I want you to have uh, no chill. Someone was telling me this week, and they were laughing about the sermon and me talking about Jamie with the dogs last week, and they were just saying, hey, uh, I feel that same way with dogs, but also with babies. Like, I just love to be around babies. I grab them. I ha- I, they're they're, they're what I just, I, when someone has one, I go talk to the mom, I go talk to the parents, and I want to uh, hold the baby if possible. And I would just say, hey, my wife's the exact same way, too, on that. And I've, I feel like sometimes, uh, I think back in my own life, moments that I've had no chill. One of those moments I know that I had was when I was a kid, and I was, this will date me a little bit, but in the 80s, man, I was believing God for something that he, I was just hoping he would bring it my way. I was believing that God would just open the floodgates and bring for Christmas one year a Nintendo, okay? Nintendo in the 80s came out, and it was the best, hottest game system out there. Now, now they got Xbox and PlayStation and all that, and they talk on their headsets, and uh, you know, all you know, it's multiplayer, and everyone's playing. But in the, back in the day, it was Super Mario Brothers or Die. Okay, come on. And so I, I had no chill. I was so excited. I wanted a Nintendo so bad. I remember one Christmas that I just asked for. I didn't ask for anything else. And uh, as we were opening presents that morning, it came down to the end. I was like, I don't think I got it. You know, I don't think my parents could swing it. Uh, you know, uh, Santa Claus didn't didn't bring it this year. And so uh, I was feeling a little devastated. And there was one box, and it I knew it wasn't the game system in it because the box was totally different size. And uh, as I opened it up, I realized that my parents had played a trick on me, and they put the Nintendo in a giant box and had wrapped it. And suddenly, when I opened that box and I realized that that game system was in there, I had this excitement. I just went crazy. I ran. I was running around. I was. I was yelling. I pretty sure on like eight millimeter film somewhere in our family archives of video that there is a video of me running around screaming with my head off like, I can't believe I got it. I can't believe it. it ha-, you know, that, that I've got. And then for the next 80 hours, I probably played that game system nonstop. And so I feel like in our life, we have to have that same type of excitement and that same type of like, we're opening a gift and we're, we're receiving something that is just so remarkable or so exciting to all of us uh, that we have to live with that kind of no chill. And our walk with Jesus shouldn't be dry and it shouldn't be just, okay, it's a struggle all the time, but we should live with bold faith and we should live pursuing all that God has for us, and that's what I want to look at today. We're going to continue. Last week, we looked at Mark chapter 5, and we're going to continue right along there today, and we're going to talk about Mark chapter 5, and we're going to pick it up in verse 27 in just a minute, 
Last week we talked about that freedom, but today I want to look about how our faith should build that excitement and expectancy in our life, that we should be expecting everything that God has for us and that we can step into that. We have faith, but oftentimes our faith in, in what God has for us is conditional. It's sometimes, it's only in certain situations that we have faith. The challenge when it comes for, to us living out every part of our faith and living out uh, and believing for things that we're hoping for, the things that we cannot see, one of the biggest challenges is that we all face impossible situations. We face situations where the mountain in front of us seems big. We face situations where we're struggling to see how the outcome and where God is at and what he's doing through this difficult situation. But we're going to talk about this today because in Mark chapter 5, there's a woman that is facing an impossible situation. And as we look at this, I want to remind you that, listen, we all face those impossible situations. But our tendency sometimes is that we take on the full responsibility of, of those situations, of those impossible moments. We carry the full burden of that. We try every solution. And I'm preaching at myself today because I feel like I do this all the time. I carry that. I pick it up and I say, listen, it's me. I'm going to try to solve it. I'm going to try to figure it out. Uh, we maybe talk to everyone about it. We, we kind of, hey, we t- well, talk to co-workers and we talk to family members. We talk to everyone about, hey, this is what... Um, this is what uh, is going on in my life, and this is the challenge I have. And, and we almost kind of start to commiserate with one another. And maybe we, d- we doubt and debate the outcomes of it all. But I want to I remind you, and I'm reminded today as, as we're going to look at this scripture, that we're supposed to live with a bold faith, that we don't have to carry the burden of all of that. The closer you get to Jesus, the more that God reminds you that he is great in impossible situations. The more that you, the closer you walk with Jesus, the more you face impossible situations, and suddenly your your perspective shifts. Your outlook is a little bit different, and hope is fragile. Uh, and there's a struggle between our faith and fear. But we have, to, we have to cling to the hope that we have in Christ Jesus. We can live with a bold faith because we know he's overcome the grave. We know that he is, he is the author and the creator. We know he is doing good things through it all. And the Bible gives us tons of pictures of people who are struggling to, to uh, live in faith. They're, they're struggling to uh, kind of believe in all the things. We get tons of, of illustrations and stories about that in the Bible, about how uh, difficult it can be to live with faith. And I want to look at one of those stories today as we, as we look at it. Uh, and we're going to turn to Mark chapter 5. If you have your Bibles, you can flip there, the Bible app, you can follow along. And we're going to talk about a woman that had an, the Bible says she had an issue of blood. And this issue was so bad that she had uh, been going to doctors over and over, and she'd struggled with it. She'd been to see all the doctors. Actually, she probably had spent all of her money. We don't get too much into her life, but in all reality, she spent uh, probably a good deal of, of all of her earnings and her life trying to figure out what this sickness was, what this issue that she had, and that she was uh, bleeding and, and, and it could not be stopped, it's the Bible says. And so she struggled with it. She spent all of her, her time working to solve it. I can't imagine how many doctors, and probably back in Bible times, the, the methodology and the medical field was probably uh, 
probably cryptic. It was probably not good practices. It was not hygienic. It was probably not uh, realistically like uh, doctors were going to solve her problem. So she faced this impossible situations. And let me remind you, like, we all have issues. Are you with me today? Come on. We all have issues. This woman, she had an issue, and we all have. Turn to someone and tell them around you right now. Say, I have issues. Come on, tell them right now. Okay, now now turn to someone and say, yeah, you have issues. Okay, come on, tell them. Remind them if they didn't tell you, you have issues. So she was sick. <laughs> she was frustrated, and she was at a loss for what to do, how, uh, how she was going to uh, get past this. She had tried everything, and what was next? And we've all been there. We've all been in impossible situations or things where we just don't know how this is going to happen. But in Mark chapter 5, this woman, it sets up that she hears about Jesus, and then she acts. And I want you to follow along with me because, and uh, as I read Mark chapter 5, verse 27 to 28 is where we're going to go. And if you don't have a Bible, you can just follow along on the screen. You're going to see that uh, she hears about Jesus, and uh, God works in her life in just a single moment. And I want you, when we get to the part in red, I want you to read it aloud with me. I feel like it's a declaration today. So let's read this. Mark chapter 5, this is our scripture. It says, she had heard about Jesus, so she came up behind him the, uh, uh, beh- through the crowd and touched his robe, for she thought to herself, if I can just touch his robe, I will be healed. Say it with me. I will be healed. That's a declaration that we can all grab a hold on. It's a promise right there that I feel feel like that this woman, she thought and believed in her heart that if I can just reach out and touch to Jesus. See, she had tried all the other options. She had gone to the doctors, but here she hears about the miracles that Jesus is doing. He She hears about all the things that uh, he is... a the ways he's changing people's lives and bringing freedom and healing people. And she hears that, and she just has uh, the faith to say, listen, if I can get to him, then I can see what he can do about my issue. And I know that he can heal me, and I will be healed. I love that she had faith in that moment and that she pushed through the crowd. She pushed through the crowd even in a crowd that I feel like sometimes, I don't know if you've been there, if you've been in a crowd where you feel like it's a sea of humanity. It is like you're, no one has a bubble, but you're, everyone's bubble is just being bumped in. And I can picture this moment that this woman is, is there with Jesus. And in the crowd, she has to push through, and she's getting bumped and knocked. And, and actually, uh, she's just trying to, her best to break through the crowd. And in the moment... We see that she's healed when she touches the garment of Jesus. And I love that about this story because once she gets through the crowd, she pushes through it all, she gets to Jesus, and the Bible says that she is healed. And in that moment, in that moment, it says that Jesus realized what happened. He realized that even just the touch of his garment, that the power, someone with faith reached out and grabbed a hold of him and, and touched him and realized that his healing power had gone out uh, from him. This is what it says in verse 30 of Mark chapter uh, 5. It says, Jesus realized at once that healing power had gone out from him, and so he turned around in the crowd and asked, who touched my robe? I want to remind you today, 
couple things as we talk about this story and we talk about the faith that this woman had. I want to talk about the bold faith that we should all have in life. Because bold faith, as we see in this story right here, it does not go unnoticed by God. I want to I think about this. I think this woman, she's re, she's fighting her way through the crowd. She actually has a very uh embarrassing and actually would have been an outcast if everyone knew how unclean she was and this disease that she had and this issue of blood that she had. And in this story, we see that she here she is pushing through the crowd and anyone probably no one probably get, paid attention at all to her. But in the moment that she grabs Jesus's cloak and she grabs his garment, it says he recognized that the power had gone out from him. You see, bold faith doesn't go unnoticed. And I don't know where you're at, but I want to remind you today that you might need to have believe God for something that looks impossible in your life. You can have bold faith, and God is, will take notice. The crowd around you may not know what you're going through. They may not know what the affliction is or the difficult situations you're facing or the challenge in one relationship or another or what, what's going on in your life or your family. But listen, God knows right where you're at. He knows your full story, and he says, listen, if we, when you have faith in me, when you have bold faith, he takes notice. He knows when you're reaching out to grab a hold of him. That's what the Bible reminds us today. Now, it's getting hot outside, it's that time of year, and I think about this, when I think about having bold faith, I picked up this squirt gun last night, it's a little little squirt gun, I feel like sometimes when we face uh, life, we kind of... We, we kind of bring the squirt gun to the, to the water battle. When I was a kid, when my kids were little, I loved, we loved playing outside. They always had squirt guns every summer. Jamie would always go, hey, get a, get a fresh set of batch of squirt guns. And inevitably, we'd have the moment where uh, outside we'd get into the water fight. And you know what? Uh, in the water fight, the dad always wins, okay? And here's how dad always wins. Because the kids have the gun, okay? And you see, we can have, oh, sorry. Did I get you? I'll get this crowd. Okay. So we can have a squirt gun in those moments. And I feel like sometimes it, the dad always wins because the kids have the squirt guns, but the dad knows where the garden hose is. Okay. So when it ever got serious and I started to really get soaked, I got the, I got the, the, uh, the hose out and I just started spraying my kids and they had no chance. No chance. And I think a lot of times when it comes to faith, we, we kind of go through and we face the difficult situations. We face the battles that we have in front of us, and we bring the squirt gun of faith. And, you know, we're not soaking anybody with this. But, man, God's saying, listen, bring the garden hose of faith. Bring that kind of, like, let's soak this, and it will be noticed. Your faith will be noticed. You see, when you get hit with this gun, it's going to make a little mark, but it's going to disappear in a moment. But, man, when you get hit with the hose and you get, you get sprayed with the hose, you are going to be drenched, and you are going to be soaked, and that's the type of faith that I want to bring to my problems, to the fires in my life that I need to put out, to the difficult situations and the challenges. I want to not bring the squirt gun, but I want to bring the hose and say, you know what, God, as you empower me and as you as you kind of guide me, I want to have, live with bold faith in my life that what I can't see is going to happen, what what I can't see or, uh, the solution to that you're going to make a way, the, the, the healing that I need that, God, you're going to make a way and you're going to bring the healing to my life. That's just a reminder that I need to live with that type of 
of faith. And I'll give away that squirt gun to one of our kids uh, here today, and then I'll, I'll soak them with the hose later. So you can trust me. But listen, we have to have faith. We have to have bold faith, and God will notice. Maybe everyone around you doesn't know what you're going through. Maybe they don't know what you're facing, but let me, let me tell you, God knows right where you're at. Romans chapter 1, it says the righteous live by faith. In James 5, it says prayer of the faithful, the, uh, the prayer of the faith brings forth healing. That when we pray things and we, we bring them to God and we just don't carry ourselves, that we can see him work. So let me tell you, you're carrying something. If you're carrying something, you might be carrying it a long time. You say, I don't know if this is going to happen. And I would just encourage you, don't give up. God, does, God is noticing where you're at. He knows right what you're facing. And his, in a moment, he can bring that solution. So don't give up faith, but instead say, listen, God, I want to grab hold of it. I want to come at everything I'm facing in my life, the impossible situations, by bringing this bold faith. Remember, God is with you in that. Second thing I want to remind you today from this story is that bold faith overpowers fear. This woman, it says that, actually in, in verse 33, we'll read it, it says, Then the frightened woman, trembling at the realization of what had happened to her, came and fell to her knees in front of him and told him what she had done. She was frightened. She was fearful to approach Jesus. And in a moment, her fear was overtaken by her faith. And each and every day in all of our lives, remember that God sees you. He knows right where you're at. And that in those moments that when fear creeps up with the impossible situation you're facing, that you can grab hold and you can have faith because God's with you in everything. A few years ago, my parents were celebrating their 40th uh, wedding anniversary. And uh, they decided that they were going to take our whole family on an amazing vacation to Hawaii. And so I was so excited about this because I would never be able to make it to Hawaii. But I was like, I'm going for it. Mom and Dad, God bless you. Thank you for 40 years. And I remember we were exploring the, one of the islands one day, and we came across. Uh, we were hiking out on some of the lava rock on the edge of the ocean, and we came across about a 30-foot jump into the ocean, into the Pacific Ocean, that you could jump off and then climb back up. And, and we were, saw some locals there doing it and jumping. And I, I, I looked at my dad, and I said, I, I want to do that. Let's, I, I'm going to do it. And so I, I remember myself getting to the edge, and you have a moment, and we probably all had the moment in maybe a different situation where suddenly you're just gripped by the fear. You get to the edge, and in that moment, I got to the edge, and I see the 30-foot drop into the ocean, and the ocean is swelling up and down and up and down. And I realized, man, when I get in there, then I'm going to I'm gonna have to battle to get out. And, uh, and so I'm standing on the edge, and I could just fear, feel, fear that feel, feel, little, little, feel that fear, tongue twister, I could feel that fear start to creep up right there. But then you know what? I said, you know what? I just got to go for it. I have faith I'm going to make it. And I took the jump. I went. It was awesome. It was, I had a blast. What's more remarkable is my 70-year-old dad stepped up to the edge after that and said, I'm going to go for it. And he jumped off there. And then all the other people that were doing it were like in their 20s and 30s and teenagers. And my dad, the 70-year-old, jumped off there, 
and had the faith to make it happen. Let me tell you, listen, we have to take leaps of faith sometimes. We have to realize that even though we're facing impossible situations, we're fearful of what the outcome may be, that we can uh, live with a bold faith in our life, and that overpowers that fear. Listen, God had a plan for this woman. He had a healing for her, and she was frightened. See, her, her sickness would have brought shame upon her. Just being called out in the crowd, Jesus identifying her, she was frightened because what was going to happen, she had no business in that culture touching Jesus in that moment. She, would have, she could have been outcast or yelled at or, or, or ridiculed for uh, what she had done or uh, the disease that she had. And in that moment, she's frightened by that. She's holding back. And I'm reminded that, man, even in the face of fear, when we have faith that God does something, something big, and we just have to refocus ourselves to all the faith, uh, to, to have faith in the face of fear. We have to have faith in the, in the face of fear. So when we feel those moments that we step to the edge or we're facing the impossible situation, when we feel those moments, we, we feel that fear creeping up, I realize that fear is suppressed by faith. And when I have the faith that God has got it and he's in control, then suddenly that fear just gets pushed down and down and down in our life. So that's the type of faith that we should have. That's the, that should kind of guide us, that God's to listen saying uh, his, his word is full of truth that reminds us that he's got this, that he's got your impossible situation. He's going to work through it. The Bible says he'll never leave or forsake you. So he's with you through all of it. He works all things to the good. That's what the Bible says. And that he gives strength to the weary. So in the moments when we feel, feel the fear creeping up, we can proclaim the promises of God and our faith can rise and suppress that fear. And that's what living with bold faith looks like. That's what living with no chill in our, our life looks like because suddenly we face the challenges and, and we can say, you know what, today is the, the day that the Lord has made. Today is the day that I'm excited for what God has. Today is the day that I might step into that, that healing that God has, that restoration of a relationship. Today is the day that I might grab hold of what God has for me. And that's the type of excitement and chill that we, no chill that we should be living with each and every day in our life. I think we have to remember the truth of God. you got to commit it to memory. I'm going to give you a couple things in a moment, but uh, I, I find sometimes that when there's something that I'm struggling with, something that I can't get over, that I find a scripture, something that God's word says that will speak to that situation and speak to what I'm facing and give me the encouragement and the challenge to, uh, to grab hold and the strength to see beyond that mountain that I'm facing. So I, I will oftentimes find a scripture, and I, I'll jot it down so that in a note so I can come back to it. Uh, my wife before has put them on note cards and put them on the mirror in places that's strategic in the day that we could be reminded and commit really that word into our, our heart so that we know it. When we face the fear that we're able to suppress it with faith in what God is doing. The last thing is this. Bold faith brings peace. The story of this woman continues and Jesus turns around to her. When he talks to her, he says this in, in verse 34. He says, and he said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Your suffering is over. You see, bold faith brings peace in our life. 
it, not only did this woman step into a healing, but Jesus kind of lets her know that, hey, she's stepping into a new life. She's stepping into a new, new season of her life, and now that she can live in peace, she's been healed in this moment. She's been healed from uh, this disease, and Jesus is saying, now listen, your faith has healed you. Now go and live in peace. And you see, when we have bold faith, we can live in a peace in our life. We can have that peace that comes from knowing that God is working it all out. This woman didn't have the, the perf- perfect faith. She didn't have the purity around her faith, but she had a simple belief that God was working through it all. And I'm reminded in my life that the more I put my trust and my faith in him, the more I can count on living peaceful. And then I'm not tormented by anxiety and worry and, and things like that. I can set those things aside because I, you know what? I know that God is doing something and he's, and he's going to see it all the way through in my life. He's going to bring that healing that I need in my life. I feel like for us, though, it's tough sometimes to live with bold faith. I could be talking about bold faith today, and you're like, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how I cultivate that in my life. I don't know really how I live that out. This woman simply was able to reach out and, and go and reach out for the healing that God had for her. So, but how do we maintain that? How do we kind of keep that posture in life where, like this woman, she had no chill in that crowd. Could she, I can just imagine she's, she's heard about the miracles Jesus has done. And suddenly Jesus is passing by and she just has a moment to react. She has a moment to say, okay, I got to go for it. And she pushes her way through the crowd. She doesn't hold back anything, but she reaches out for Jesus. How do we live like that in our daily life? How do, we, how do we wake up every day and live with that type of pursuit of what God wants for us? How do we pursue everything that he has for us? And, and I think a lot of times we can go through life and we just forget what we should be believing for. I think a lot of times we're worried about what we're believing in and we forget that we, what we should be believing for. What are you believing for today? What are the things that you're believing for in your own life? What are the things you're believing for God to do inside of your heart today? What are you believing for God to do in your family? What are you believing to God for God to do through uh, your work and your job? What are you believing God to do uh, in your in your extended family or or wherever in your life in your health? What are you believing God for? That's the type of faith we should live in. That we should be believing for God to do something for His hand to work through us. We should be believing for God to do something in our church. We should be believing for him to do something in our marriage and something in our body to heal us. Whatever, God has healing for each and every one of us. That lets us live with no chill. So how do we maintain that boldness? Let me give you a couple practical things that I found that are helpful, to, that help us live with bold faith day in and day out. Number one is this, recount God's past faithfulness in your life. If I ever start to worry and and get caught up in something. I simply have to look at the track record of God in my life. And you can look back, and it's easy to forget sometimes all the little moments or the ways that God spared you or saved you or or guided you or uh, directed your path, but it's so powerful to look back and start to recount God's past faithfulness in your life. And you know what? That will strengthen your faith. That will, that will make you bold in all that you have. 
So recount it. Go back and say, write it. Maybe, maybe you need to keep a journal some, some place of all the things that God has done in your life. Maybe you're like, I'm not good with memory. You know what? I can't even remember what I had for lunch yesterday. But maybe you need to write down really kind of what the things God has done in, in your life and keep a record of them so that you can go back in the moments that are difficult, the moments that are challenging, the moments where you're saying, man, my faith, it, everything it looks impossible, but my faith is... Is, is kind of being overrun by fear, you can in those moments recount God's past faithfulness in your life, and that will strengthen you. Number two, recite what his word says. Find the, the things that speak to in God's, in God's scripture. Recite the things that, uh, that he's put in promises he's put in his scripture that are truths that you can stand on. Speak those truths. Recite them. Maybe you need to memorize them. Maybe you need to like write them down. Maybe you need to put them somewhere where you can say, I need to encounter I need to put it in my car. I need to put it at my desk. I just need to be reminded at work. I need to be reminded at home in a place where I can come back to what the Word of God says. And there's power in just speaking it out sometimes out loud. So don't be fearful to say, hey, I'm just going to read this aloud. I'm going to proclaim it aloud. Maybe no one's even around. I'm just going to say it to, so that I'm putting it out there and I'm proclaiming what God has for me. The third thing is this, is just to continually reach out for the power of God like this woman did. Just to reach out and say, God, I want more of what you have. I want more of your power. I want more of uh, the healing that you have. I want more of the freedom that you have. And for us to just reach out for that power and grab hold of it. And that's what God's word says, that we should live with this bold faith, that we can grab hold of it. We can recount all the good things he's done. We can, remember, we can pull his word and say, listen, this is my strength and this is what the, I am standing on. But then we got to just have a heart that's willing to reach out and grab hold of everything he has. Thanks for tuning in today. We'd love to have you join us on Sundays at Highmark. Go online to highmark.church to get all the details and plan your visit. Remember, God has a high calling for your life, so keep pursuing your purpose.